son Mead is a dentist with too much time on his hands and too much recording equipment in his basement. Armed with an obsession to bring entertaining and informative content to the dental world in a way that's never been done before, I give you the Alan Mead Experience. Well, hello and welcome to the Alan Mead Experience. Uh, my name is Alan Mead. I'm your host. I'm a dentist, a podcaster, and a dog washer. Uh, spring is in the air, and that means my dog is in the muck, so I'm giving her baths on a regular basis. That's what that's all about. So I'm going to introduce you to my co-host today. That's a guy I've known for a little while by the name of Dr. Stephen Vorholt. Steve, how you doing? I'm good, man. Is it I Steve or Steven? You know, you can call me whatever you want. Okay. I usually, if you call me Steven, I'll appreciate the extra syllable. Okay. I mean, that's that's what it's all about, right? As many syllables as possible. It's it's the effort you're willing to put forward. Exactly. To get my I, you know, Steven is a tough thing because it's like it's like Jim and James. No, no, no. Really, I prefer you call me James, and then I'm the <laughs> for going with Jim. You know? Yeah. Like that sort of, <laughs> it's like a Steve. I always get the uh, PH or V, and I'm like, oh, I'm a V. I was born after 2000. Yeah. Oh. Well, the other thing is, is at this point too, you know, um, there's no Steves anymore. No one's there Steve. Aren't. There's no Steve. When was the last no, time you no met one's a kid that named lazy. Jim? It's all like freaking Cody in like in like <laughs> in like in like what are what are some of the what are some of the like the the hipster names you've got with you know Apple? I hear lots of like uh, Bradens. Bra- oh my God, Braden is everywhere. Fun. Lots of seasonal names, yeah. Like summer. I miss, I miss Steve, man. There are only Steves that are like over twenty-five or thirty at this point. They're yeah. not. There are no Steves that are ten. My dental um, class had six Steves in it. Did it really? Ooh, wow! Yeah, so there like, were there were one hundred and five people, half and half guys and girls, and and mostly Steves, like a large percentage of Steves. Interesting. So a couple, couple were PH, couple. Were, we had the whole gamut, but yeah. I, okay, so my my name is uh, Alan. Oh, actually, my first name is Roger, but my my name is Alan, and it is amazing how many ways I've seen the name Alan spelled, but I've only seen Al spelled one way, so I kind of stick with that. But, <laughs> you got to be creative. I literally, I, I there was we had a teacher uh, at my high school whose name was Alan, and it spelled it A L L Y N. I'm like, really, really? You got to You got the two L's and a Y, huh? Got to be, got to be different, especially a snowflake. Yeah, probably. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. He's actually a pretty good guy, but uh, yeah, I when I found out he spelled his name, he was dead to me. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Stephen has uh, has lots to talk about. I think today, and and the reason that I I really want him to talk is because I inspired him. That's why the the last episode or one of the last episodes of the Alameda Experience, I was talking about uh, how five years out is like the sweet spot for determining like the rest of your life because you've you've practiced dentistry long enough to kind of know some things but if you get to that point and you don't have kids and you don't have a family and you haven't bought a house and you haven't you haven't like put down tons of roots although he has bought a practice so it's probably probably one of those things where he's a little bit rooted but he's decided he wants to do something more he's decided where he wants to go which is really cool because it's the it's kind of the so tell us a little bit about your journey you are about uh, around 5 years out is that correct yeah, five years actually. I think yesterday. I think the last graduating class just um, was out yesterday. I see. So that's like five years to the day almost. At um, the Ohio State University. At the Ohio State University in Columbus, Ohio. Yep. You know, when you say it that way, no kids, no roots. It almost sounds like a failure until you go. But wait, now he can decide what he no, wants I know, to do right? with this. Well, curve. here's it's a nice silver lining. Well, the difference between you and I is that five years out of dental school. 
you're trying to decide where you want to go with your your career. I was in drug rehab, actually. Right. Um, I was just married. I was like just married. I didn't have any kids. But, you know, the married had, had the drug rehab thing not worked out the way that it did. Maybe I wouldn't have been married. I don't know. That's, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a distinct that's possibility. Fair. So, I mean, you, you have some uh, stay out of drug rehab. And I, I got to give you you're well ahead of where I was. I'm just saying. Right. So now I feel even better. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, it's not a failure. It's not, I mean, if you if you want to compare the drug rehab, maybe maybe a little <laughs> bit tougher. Anyhow, so you've kind of um, hang on a sec. OK, my my wife and child are are creeping around in the background, pretending like they're not here, yet they are. So now they're on the podcast. In the studio. In the, stu- in the studio, exactly. Sean, you want to come in and say hi? Come here. Come say hi. Hi. Hey, Sean. I, Sean, I tried to do this with video with your dad, but uh, he didn't want to look at me all day. So. He was having none of it. I think that, may, little, that like, might not. be the first actual appearance on the podcast that Sean has made. I'm kind of pleased about that. Nice. Um, <laughs> so anyhow, we've got... Um, We've got Steve talking a little bit about, okay, so clearly you have a new website that you put together like like last weekend, I think. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, you. I was listening to you with your uh, one-stop time machine. How was that? Maybe on Thursday, driving home from work. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, shit, that's me. Like, that's exactly where I am. Minus, I have some roots, like you said, like I've, I started a scratch practice with a business partner. Oh, you started Okay, ago. so you didn't buy it. You started it. Wow. Right. Okay. You started it. And um, so that, I'm kind of stuck in God, Columbus. you got out of dental school and you started a practice? What a garbage fire that could be. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? No, like, well, I was really blessed with the guy that I got into right after school. I had um, Dr. Jeff Jakes was, I met him through like the accountant who would come and buy you lunch. Mm-hmm. And so he hooked us up and he was awesome. And we worked together for two years and during the whole two years the goal was to open somewhere else mm-hmm. and so we kind of planned that and then that's been open three years and he just sold the original practice that i associated at and now we're both here full-time so i see it's been okay. a blast oh that's kind of cool um, that is kind of cool. yeah he kind of he's had like serac and stuff when i first got out of school so i never was not digital um for better or for worse um so, so I, you you when you walk by like the 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 places at the Ohio Dental Association meeting that are selling polyvinyl, you just hold your nose up. I don't, and I don't even go to the ODA. I, I don't even know who you are. Who are you people? I go, well, usually I'll go to Serona World because it's the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Almost all Oh, is it? Is it same time? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. middle of September. September is a crazy busy time for dentist, dentist mm-hmm. stuff. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out my September because there's a study club I go to. Actually, you wouldn't like it very much because it's the... The Francis B. Vetter Society, which is sort of based a little bit out of Francis B. Vetter, was apparently a big University of Michigan instructor back in the 1950s. So I've, I and I know that, like, I went to University of Minnesota. I have no. Um, well, that's why I'm on your podcast. Exactly. It's okay that you're in Saginaw yeah, or Midland, yeah. but but as long as I don't, as long as I'm not connected to the actual University of Michigan, um, you know, you're right. You're, what's funny is I made that website in a week. So I made a website basically just to document my journey mm-hmm. going digital, and I. I say going digital, even though I'm kind of you're kind of already, already you're digital ish already. But I want to be more digital because mm-hmm. there's the guys out there like August and Corey and Baron and these guys who are just killing it to the point where you're like, how do you ever do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I was doing well, and I think to a lot of people, I probably do look like I'm super digital. But um, I want to document my kind of attempt for better or for worse, to get to that level. It's it's um, funny because what I find interesting about digital dentistry, and I think August talked about this when I was interviewing him at Dentsply Serona World last year. He said that the thing is, is that it's still being figured out. Like, like 
literally there are products coming out from different companies that weren't necessarily originally intended for dentistry and mm-hmm. dentists are adapting them to dentistry. And, and he's like, what's so funny is I'm like, it's really surprising to me that, that a lot of these big companies haven't, you know, jumped on and figured out this digital stuff. And he said, Oh God, they would love to if they could, but literally it's still, it's still just being figured out. Once the, once they get a chance, they're going to put it, they're going to put it in a, in a, in a box and tie it on a bow and sell it for a lot more. You know, I thought that was very interesting for him to say that. This is the first time that I've probably been far enough close to, or I said close enough to the edge of technology where things are changing that I can see. Mm-hmm. And because I started with Sterek Blue Cam, and I still have two Blue Cams now. Oh wow! Um, and now, like I got a 3D printer. Like Baron got me into the Moon Ray, and I've already bought four different types of resins because I'm finding better resins. I'm like, why? Why didn't I know this? Three months ago when I first bought the damn printer. Yeah, yeah, um, no, I get it. So that's how rapidly things are changing. And then Baron will text me and be like, oh, they just came out with this. And I was like, I just bought three liters of that other <laughs> You told me what the hell. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. All exactly. right. It's going to be a couple of years till I print through this. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's exciting because I think dentists are very good at making technology kind of work for them. And I think what we're going to see in the next decade is going to really blow our socks off. And what I don't want to be is I was getting kind of complacent my fourth year out um i was kind of like all right i'm starting to hum doing well you know i got the serac stuff um the business is starting to take off a little bit and then my business partner was like dude you can't be so just okay with this Mm -hmm. and he he's been out of dental school he's about 15 years my senior Mm -hmm. um and but he's always been kind of more of the tech guy he's driven that stuff so he's like dude like you don't have kids you kind of told me the same thing you were kind of saying like there's no reason to slow down now don't be happy making a hundred and twenty five thousand a year like we can we can do better than this and mm-hmm. so i really started looking into kind of more courses and i finally got involved with the facebook groups which i had to trim them back quite a bit but uh <laughs> i you know okay so this is something i'm going to just throw out there uh it literally has nothing to do with you or anyone else but i i have a microphone from my face and i'm going to bitch about something facebook lets people add you to a group yes like Without it's 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 kind of rapey, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's I mean, OK, so I don't mean to make light of of but but I mean, like I show up every morning and I'm I'm added to three more groups that I didn't a I didn't want to be. But B, I didn't, I didn't even know how it happened. So, I mean, OK, so is it so hard for me to, to bail out of the group? No, but I'm like, that's obnoxious. OK, that's that's obnoxious that that you can just add people to a group and they just are in the group until they until they choose to be out of it. So so all of a sudden your your Facebook wall can be taken over by a a whole different, you know, group that you even know about. And I mean there's some people that are a little bit notorious for this. Yes. And I, I find it know, irritating. Greg is sad because of you. What you just said yes, made Greg true. very sad. I know. I know, right? Because that's how a lot of these groups do grow and I've seen some go from hundreds to thousands overnight. Yep. Because people pr- proposition Hey, invite twenty five of your friends that don't know or care about this, and you know I don't know what the point of having a bigger group is, but well, but you know, the dental the dental hacks nation gets criticized because we because <laughs> we don't we don't uh, verify uh, DNA of the How people. How could that, you? There's twenty five thousand people. I, well, it, it's true, and and I also uh, I'll go on record saying I don't really care that much. You know, like I I don't want someone who's obnoxious on there. I but I. I didn't. I wanted it originally. We wanted it originally to be for potential listeners of the Dental Hacks podcast. That can be a lot of people. That that's not just dentists. That's you know that can be team members. That sort of thing. Right. But on top of that, it's also like 
we we wanted to be really kind of um libertarian about stuff and we have been i think and i think that a lot of people hate that a lot of people want to make other people shut up because they said something insulting offensive something they don't agree with or whatever and the real world doesn't allow you to be like that so but so i don't have a lot of time for these groups frankly i don't have time for my groups like i (laughs) i mean the only group that i probably don't miss a post on is the alameda experience because it's tiny and it's all people that kind of want to be there so um but oh, by the way, if you want to be a member of the Alameda Experience uh, Facebook group, you only know about it because you listen to this podcast. Because I don't really put it out there anywhere else. But go on Facebook to the Alameda Experience, uh, request an invite. You need to use one of two passwords: it's Premier or Cosminant. Just recently, we upgraded Cosminant because they were so great to me when I went to the AACD. We had such a good time, and uh, so Cosminant and Premier are two awesome companies. So I'm using them as my passwords for this. For this group, so use one of those. We'll get you in. It's good. It's small and it's fun. And uh, this this podcast is quite a bit um, less organized than the Dental Hacks podcast, but it's it's got a bunch of great people that are involved. So I'm 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 pleased with that. I am a member of that Facebook group, and I'm going to go after this podcast. I'm going to go invite all of my friends. Yeah, thanks. Into <laughs> the group, exactly. exactly. <laughs> We're going to blow it up. Yeah, we're going to make it big. Well, and and uh, Facebook groups are funny because you can get a lot of good stuff from, but you got to sort. You know. You got to sort. You almost have to keep it small. I feel like you and I are members of a couple groups. Like on Dental Success Network is a good one. Yeah. Um, you know that has a lot of tiny groups inside of it that are very, you know, focused. Yeah, that's um, actually can, that's actually kind of where the magic is. Actually, when you yeah. can when you can get a select group of people that really want to be there and really because because even even like the Dental Hacks Nation. Okay, so there's some clinical stuff put up there, but there's also a lot of just complaining and junk. So you have to sort through. For, you know, because sometimes you want to hear people complain about um, what's that do-it-yourself ortho thing, the uh, uh, smile, smile, whatever club or whatever. That's fun to read, but if you're actually looking for people who are, you know, putting up good endo cases, you got to sort pretty hard in the Dental Hacks Nation. But if you go to a place that's all endo, then you're you don't have to sort so hard. But anyhow, it's exactly it's an ass for every saddle. I'm just saying. I do like those the the aligners that they mail to you kind of thing because everyone always posts a picture and goes, I can't. And one day they're going to get sued. Yeah. And I keep <laughs> waiting. Goes, yeah. <laughs> I keep waiting, too. The thing is, uh-huh. is they, if uh, they've been saying that for more than a year. Here's okay, here's my thing about the 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 do-it-yourself aligners. Like, like, it's not necessarily easy to take a PVS impression on a lot of people. Even if I know what I'm doing, it's not necessarily easy. So can you imagine the impressions that they're getting yeah, I don't <laughs> know how, they, how do they do that i don't i don't understand how they can actually get away with that like do they, do they send you more i don't do know exactly it's, it's not like you know you, you could do they critique your um do they critique your impressions much like uh, great lakes ortho does yeah. i don't think i've ever sent an impression to great lakes ortho that they accepted <laughs> nice. like the, the best i've ever done was not good enough so apparently i mean there, i can see the smile direct club you know <laughs> oh you missed the hamular knot yeah exactly I, I want you to retake this please it's a I, I just can't see that happening i don't know I, I, it's that's crazy i want i'm gonna do like the the endo direct club no i think endo direct has a lot of a lot of value in the market because no one wants to go to an endodontist yeah so 3d print them something that they put in their mouth <laughs> and then I guess we'd have to figure out the burr problem, handpiece. I, th- I mean, okay. So, so Jason always talks about those uh, those eBay handpieces that are so cheap they could be disposable. Yes. The From compressed China. air might be a problem. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe a really sharp hand instrument to just open that thing up. Maybe like a, with a mallet or something. 
Yeah. I mean, I think I think that stuff though, it's it's like limiting returns. I might be using this economic term poorly because I I kind of failed uh, macroeconomics, but basically, I don't think the people who do Smile Direct would have ever gotten Invisalign from me, and the people who get Invisalign from me would have probably never paid for an orthodontist to do it. So it's not like like you're hitting different segments of the market. The same reason I don't mind that Aspen Dental is down the street because Mm -hmm. I don't. Not that I don't want those patients, but they don't want me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I don't whether they'll get sued or not. I don't know. It's really we can keep talking about it, I guess. I, my thing is that I, there's a lot of people like on the Dental Hacks Nation putting out like, oh, my gosh, I finally seen a case that's this horrible from. And then but when you dig a little deeper, this case was probably pretty horrible to start with and stuff. I, I don't. Um, but I will say that, like, the whole practicing dentistry without a license thing is kind of a thing, it seems like. I don't know. What do I yeah. know? I'm, I am I have not seen it. I've, I've not had anyone even ask me about it. And literally, it. we have commercials run in the, <laughs> like, we'll have the Home and Garden Network on, and literally there will be commercials for it in the office, and no one yeah. has even asked me about it. That's when it, I so. pick up the high speed and the HVA read, and I'm just like, <laughs> exactly. can't hear you, what? Yeah, okay. exactly. Oh, it's... It's interesting though, but I think that's uh, it's not going anywhere in, until someone does something about it. No, I know, I know. But, well, and they they also are sort of making it like you can get into it by taking your own polyvinyl impressions, but clearly that's not what they really what they really want is they want to have those scanning centers so you can get you know like they could actually do a decent job on you. I, right. I do find it funny that they're doing it with no radiography, um, which is I mean standard of care for ortho is is you do a, a radiographic workup. Now whether or not that's I guess that's neither here nor there at this point. I, apparently, yeah. they're doing okay with it. So, what I thought was really funny too is, and I'll try and find the link for it. When dentists started complaining about it, or they were trying to sue them in in some state, <laughs> the Smile Direct Club they came out over the top. They were like, "Bring it on!" It was it was crazy. It was an article about how how it's only because orthodontics is so expensive that that you know you have so many. It was it was nuts. It was a, like they were not not only were they not backing down, they were kind of coming back after the dentist, which I thought was kind of an interesting way to do it. It's, I guess it's the only way to play it really. I think so too. I think so too. But, just kind of come out. So you are going to be doing something different. You are going to, you're looking at like a digital journey and you did mention on the website that like you kind of started with a CT scanner. So tell me about, tell me about how you added the CT to your office. Cause you're already doing digital stuff. You're already doing Sarek. You're already, you know, you were milling on site. You were doing. You're obviously using a printer, but you also added a CT. Is that correct? Yeah. So when I, I always knew about CTs, I think they were just kind of getting popular in dental school because I graduated in thirteen, um, and, I, and I would go to Serona World and see them, and I was just like, oh, I want one of these so bad. Like this looks like so much fun. <laughs> and then um, what happened was, as we were growing here with the Serac, I was I've done about fifty uh, freehand implants, mm-hmm. and you know, you, you watch the lectures and you hear people talking about how dangerous it is. You don't know how bad you are until you get a CT. And mm-hmm. I kind of felt the same way with Sarac because when you look at your preps at 2000 percent, you mm-hmm. know, you get pretty damn good at prepping. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted the same experience with endo and implants. And, you know, that we were expanding um, from three ops to five ops. And at the same time, I just said, you know what, let's just go big and let's upgrade the cone beam and um, get a 3D printer. And it was around that time that I met Baron Grutter and was um, kind of chatting with him. And that guy gives away so much I know. great information. I know. Um, and I was, and he actually called me. Like, I think I, I messaged him on Facebook out of the blue. She's like, hey, like, I'm kind of thinking about 
this, this, and this. And he's like, here's my number. Call me real quick. And we talked for like an hour. Yeah. And this is that's Baron right there. Dude, that's Baron. Yep. And he was telling me, he's like, oh, yeah, I've got a course coming up. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I'll think about it. And then like a week later, I was like, dude, I signed up for your course. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet you in Utah. And so in December. Oh, were you last, one of the guys skiing then? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I was in nice. ski and slopes. So I met some, a lot of awesome guys there. Rusty that's really and cool. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a blast. Um, but I got a CT in December when we got the new rooms. And, you know, with the CT, just it just opens so many other doors. Mm-hmm. So then the 3D printer kind of came shortly after that. And I have a lot of opinions on how to implement that kind of stuff. But I think what's really cool is when you see what Corey, Corey Glenn is doing and Danny Domain down in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, just like 3D printing everything, like to the point where going digital means different things to different people. Like yep. some people think going digital means, oh, I'm milling in office. Or yep. Yep. some people think it means I'm taking digital radiography and to me, going digital means like everything is easier. Like you plan the surgery before that you even look in the patient's mouth. And so a lot of times my new patient exams, I'll go through the cone beam and all the intro photos. Then I'll say, oh, you know what? I probably need to look in your mouth or I, I'm not fulfilling my license requirement <laughs> uh, because I've seen just about everything. Like, yeah, yeah. And the patient usually goes, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> we haven't even looked in your mouth yet. Um, so that I think is just really cool. But the, the problem was, when you look online and Instagram, you see like Stephanie Zeller and you see Valerie Cooper and you see Corey Glenn and these guys and gals who are just doing amazing stuff. You have no idea how they got there. Yeah. And yes. most of them, to be honest, had awesome residencies or, you know, they've been out 20, 30 years. And so to someone like myself, where I feel like, you know, five years out, I'm so behind the eight ball. Did you hear, did you hear Danny Domain's interview with Stephanie on, on Stephanie's podcast? Yes. Okay. Yes. So here's the thing. Danny's clearly a really smart guy and he's he's got amazing surgical skills and he has he he is afraid of nothing and that residency he was in is life changing like like if there was such a thing where a lot of people could do that residency at once i mean honestly i i look at like like he's the total package not only is he is he incredibly talented and smart but he had the right information at the right time right in front of him right I mean, that's essentially what it was. That's the most amazing story I think I've ever heard in dentistry. It's nuts. That, uh, they have a dental student, fresh out of dental school, and then you're like, hey, there was a gunshot wound to the head. Uh, you're up. Yeah. What do you mean I'm up? Like, aren't there yeah. people for this? Yeah. I, I, so would, I, would, be, I would be crying, like, under, under the, the table. So I can understand why he's like, thumb. oh, yeah, I lost an implant in the sinus. Big whoop. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, well, it was a gunshot that I had to put back together. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a nine millimeter. I have another guy. Like no big deal. Yeah. So yeah, I'll just go print some ears now. But I think a lot of people get really. Um, I don't know if it's frustrated or imposter syndrome, or they get nervous. Like I'll never get there. Yeah. And what I couldn't find, like payment. Uh, I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm going to try. Pay Ray. Just say Pay Ray. Pay, pay Ray. Yep. I mean, he is very young, and he's done it too. So you mm-hmm. know, there's a path out there, and mm-hmm. he took a ton of CE, and um, it's just curious to know how someone in my position is going to get there. It's going to, it's going to take a while. Um, there's no question about sure, that, but sure. there wasn't any sort of like easy follow the roadmap. Like these are the courses I took. So I was like, you know what? And I was listening to your podcast. I thought I'm going to just document it like Gary V style. Like I don't, don't even necessarily have any reason to accept that I'm going to document it and maybe it'll turn into something. Maybe it won't, maybe it'll help somebody. Maybe it won't, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I made the website in about a week. And I just put all the CE courses that I thought were relevant that I've taken, that I'm planning to take, and what I want to take. And we're going to kind of see 
if that gets me where I want to go. And then if it does and the people can follow along, they can kind of look back, go, okay, well, he took this first and then that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe that's how I want to tackle it. And to be it. honest, even even more so, you can not only show the successes, but you can also go, oh, you know what? I would have probably taken this first. Maybe this would like you'll yes. have you'll you'll have you'll be able to because you're kind of going to be documenting it the whole way along. Um, that's 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 a good idea. It's very cool. Get, yeah, look, think, give us the give us the website so everyone can go check it out. Yeah, it's just my name, Stephen Vorholt, DDS.com. It's, and that's I'm a not, V, not a PH. I think it's a remember. V, not a PH. Yeah. I think you know Baron Grutter kind of got me hooked on buying domains mm-hmm. not not danny domains but buying like i know domain i know URLs. though right it is it's, it's sort of a problem for some the guy people. owns hundreds yeah i'm like how much do you spend a year and he told me and i just about lost it but yeah. so then i went and bought the digital dds.com i uh-huh. bought going digital dds.com steven Vorhol. i've owned steven Vorholt and my name.com forever but all those websites will funnel to this place all right let's 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 be sitting. completely transparent here i'm gonna open up hover.com and I'm gonna open up GoDaddy, and let's talk about what what we own. Unless it's something secret that you have to do something. <laughs> I don't own. Let's do. I let me pull up mine. Because <laughs> I, 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 I bought like ten after the Utah course. I was like, oh. I, but but I know I know what I know what his brain is doing. It's like this might be an idea that could be killer. So I sure. should probably and I can buy it now, and it'll be it'll be a good deal now because at some point someone's gonna decide that they want to buy it. So I, I got I buy mine on Hover.com now. I used to buy them on. I used to buy them on GoDaddy, so I've got. Let's see what I got. I, I'm okay. So I, I, I own the Vetter Society's one. I should probably give that to them. Um, <laughs> squatting, squatting. Well, no, I, I have no, no. They use it. I don't charge them anything. So I guess oh, basically, okay. I should, I should okay. get paid, man. Um, I own the dentalhacks.com. Uh, that's that's out till I've already, we own that till 2020. So I own Saginaw.dental, which I've done nothing with, uh, but it just points to my website, and then I own dentalpodcastingnetwork.com and the okay. dentalpodcastnetwork.com uh i own uh <laughs> there's a podcast a political podcast i helped start like two and a half three years ago called the more perfect union i own theirs i i keep forgetting to to get it to them um they, they're, they're worried they're worried i'm gonna like charge it what's that is there a number how many do you have there let's see i have I, it doesn't even have a number I, I have like just a page full on this one. Let's we'll ask Baron what his number is again because it's it's significant. Yeah, and I own eleven, and most of them are a play on my practice name and location with dentist implant, digital, that kind of stuff. Four, five, six, um, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen at Hover. But here's okay. the thing: that the real thing is, I think I've got, I've got. Oh, I guess I don't have that many. Okay. The blogging dentist, I've had that one, and I own Remarkable Dental. <clears throat> that that one, RemarkableDental.com. I had all big plans to, uh, to do it. I actually think I paid some money for that one. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. It is. That's not a bad one, but I haven't done anything with it. So I don't own that Go- many. I own like 15 or 20. No, GoDaddy now will give you a value on like in your domain management. They'll be like, oh, this is worth like <laughs> I bought ColumbusDigitalDentist.com uh-huh. for, you know, 10 bucks a year. It's worth $660. Like, oh, what a like eat that, Wade. Yeah. Like, my investments are better than yours. That's like, right. You know. <laughs> I mean, by the numbers. Oh, my gosh. Check this one out. Uh, let's see how much it's worth. MeadFamilyDental.com, $715. Oh, Rem- you're here's it. one. RemarkableDental.com, $1,473. That's it? Yeah, oh, that's, man. Yeah, I'm telling you what, yeah, man. Yeah, the yeah, blogging dentist.com is, is 797 The problem is, is that I actually 
I mean, I have some stuff up there, so I might have to move that over to the dental hack site and then just sell the blogging dentist for pure profit. <laughs> this, this, I'm, this is my retirement. Wade, this is my retirement. This yeah. is how it's going to go. No, Baron must be really rich. Yeah, that's like, all I'm saying. That's nuts. So good for him. It is a funny good thing, him, though. Yeah. Like, like there was a time when what happens is when your ideas actually outrun your, your ability to, to, to flesh them out. So you yeah. end up with, and I know there's, I know a ton of dentists that own domains that they're never going to do anything with, but, but they never really want to get rid of them because they just, maybe, you know, it could happen. I don't yeah. Know. That, one of my problems with all this stuff was that I was getting super, um, kind of bogged down with all the new tech I was trying to, all the new things I was trying to do. So I, I had to sit down and be like, listen, almost like make a calendar, make a plan. Like, okay, what do I want to do? And I decided just kind of arbitrarily that I wanted to spend a quarter of my take home money on like CE this year Mm -hmm. and next year because that's that's so cool that you're in a position to be able to actually do that I mean that is that's a significant amount that you can spend there because I don't I have a dog and a girlfriend that I love and I just I'm building a house but I live downtown Columbus and my house is going to be like less than my rent so Mm -hmm. you know that's not a real concern and then um I think you and I've heard so many people say this, but basically, like, what you invest in now in your career is just going to compound. Well, you've got, yeah, you've just got a lot longer for it to pay off is the thing. Yeah. And, and, so I, 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 and the other thing is, here's the other, the other thing that goes along with that, that that I haven't been so proud to talk about. When you've been out for 20-some years, like I have, there is a certain amount of teaching an old dog new tricks. I, I, took, <laughs> I took an implant continuum. I don't, I don't like placing implants. I, I told myself after the last one I placed, I'm like, I'm not doing another implant until I have a CT scanner in my office. I haven't done it. So I, there's a part of just the, my comfort level is a limitation for me. Like, I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. You know, it's just that. So what's, and again, the, the big joke on the dental hacks is Jason buys everything and I buy nothing. <laughs> like, 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 like Jason jumps in with both feet on everything and I never do anything. And that's like, that's a rule as a rule. That's pretty much it. And, and I mean, God love him for that, honestly. But I think it's, I'm older than he is. I'm older than you are. And, and I'm like, I'm sort of like the change thing is, is a real problem for me. So you're in, you are in the five year out is a great sweet spot because you've got tons of time for this to, to really compound itself. It really yeah. does. And I, and so, I'm, I'm still young enough that I could probably justify that in my brain but i i'm stubborn in that way yeah some guys and gals will get out and right away they'll start hitting it and i don't know that that would have worked for me because you know it took me about three years to feel really comfortable with i hate the term but bread and butter dentistry you know yeah. crown and bridge fillings blah 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 and now the serac stuff is just so second nature to me um you know, I'm kind of getting bored. Like I was spinning my wheels for a little bit and I was kind of like, I don't know, I need something new. Um, and then Baron and his, uh, digital ortho came out and I was like, yeah, let's, let's go with that because I think the 3d printing stuff is really cool. Mm-hmm. But if you want to ever get an ROI on it, if you're not doing digital ortho, I just, I don't know why you'd buy a printer. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you were doing, if you were doing a ton of guided surgery, you could potentially see that, right? And it's nice because you'd get it suit. You'd get the you wouldn't have to like wait for the guide. You can design it yourself. Yep. But you save forty bucks a guide. So yeah, you have to be doing a ton of guided surgery for the ROI. Now yep. I understand having the printer itself is cool. Yeah. Um, but for the ortho stuff, you know, I mean, you've heard this a thousand times. You spend four or five hundred dollars, and even have someone like Exceed Ortho do the case for you, mm-hmm. and you. You charge whatever you want, four thousand. I mean, mm-hmm. you can pay for the printer in two cases, and yeah, yeah, that to me made the most sense. And so Baron kind of got me hooked on that idea, and I 
talk to him. And I'm going to make a blog post about it at some point, kind of how I brought that in my practice without costing me any money. Mm-hmm. I actually had pre, I had patients prepay for the ortho before I ever placed an order for the 3D printer, the laptop and all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Before I even went to Barron's course. Wow. So I went, I told Barron, I said, yeah, I'd love to go to the course. I just don't know if I can swing it. And I was kind of thinking, and I'm like, all right, well, I sent an email out to the whole practice and basically was just saying, hey, we're offering this half off, blah, 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 blah. You know, call in now and sign up. And we had 10 people call. They put down a $1,000 deposit. I took the 12000 paid for the flights and Barron's course, the three, 3D printer, the laptop. I'm sorry, but that's too damn smart. That is a really, like, <laughs> that's really And the smart. best part was I came back, made the case, and they paid the remaining 1500 and now I had 18000 in the bank. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, so now... Though I'm working through those cases, all but one of them have all their attachments on, and it's going, you know, I'm learning a lot because it's not, you know, I was, Baron was probably, he was so, um, oh, what's the word, patient, I suppose, because I would like call and text and be like, how do I put the buttons on? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know. I never took Invisalign or anything. I took his course, and he led me to a lot of awesome resources that I put on my website, like the Insider's Guide to Invisalign Treatment book. I did PowerProx online to get like a basic ortho concept down. And mm-hmm. um, his course was phenomenal. And then, you know, the what power, I saw, are you talking about the PowerProx one? Uh, PowerProx was good with Rick DePaul, but yep. then Barron's course was, Barron's ortho was like, course, yeah. to actually show you how to do it. And I don't I actually do my own ortho. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't design the cases. I might eventually. I wanted to kind of be a little hands off with that at first. Um, Okay, sure so tell, I, I'm, a lot of the listeners are probably like me. So you, the the process is that you are doing a CT scan. Mm-hmm. Are you intraoral scanning as well? Uh, like with cameras? Yeah, yeah. So okay. I have I have all little mouthwatches in every room, and then I have my Nikon D750 for like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How, I, this is the thing that I don't. Are you taking? How do you impression the teeth? Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, with that, I had to actually take polyvinyl impressions. Polyvinyl impressions. But here's the thing. Is that what Darren Baron does, too? Hell no. No. Does Baron's got a CareStream 4600. Okay, so he is uh, using a scanner. Okay. I have two blue cams, and mm-hmm. you could try it, and mm-hmm. I did try it once, and it was a disaster. Like mm-hmm. The blue cam is just not accurate enough for full-arch scanning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, eventually, if we decide to get the iTero or the CareStream or some other intraoral scanner, it's just not very difficult to drop a polyvinyl. No, that's just it. It's I got I got to laugh a little bit because, like, for a while there was a time when being a digital dentist meant you had a, an intraoral scanner. You know, what I'm saying like that was the thing, and I'm coming to realize that that that's part of it. Some people, but there's a lot of people that don't at all. I mean, like, like what what. Um, when we went to Jason and I went to Tennessee, what a couple of years ago, and Corey was doing what he was doing, and, and what I couldn't believe is that there weren't really any intraoral scanners going on there. It was always either an impression or 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 scanning an impression in his CT scanner. I'm like yeah. I, I didn't know you could do that. Like there's a lot yeah. of stuff you just don't even realize you can get. Not clear. That's depending on what you're doing. That's not accurate enough. But still, I mean, I, I get it. It's like all of a sudden that's just a cost that he doesn't figure you, you need to worry about. Right. And the, the um, I bought the Shining 3D desktop scanner mm-hmm. and we'll pour up the models with the base and scan on that. And that thing is so accurate. I mean, it's more accurate than like the Omnicam. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I was never a lab guy in school. I had some great friends who were really into the lab. And you stuff. let them do your stuff. And uh, 
Yeah, I was terrible at it. And then I built this office and I built like the tiniest lab. Like it's, it's, <laughs> now it's you, like need, now you need the room. Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. I ran out of room. Like half of the um, the the office like lounge, I suppose, mm-hmm. is like a 3D printing station now. Yeah. And so they get that nice resin overtone like Smell, when they're yeah. eating exactly. their sandwich or whatever, exactly. so, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, especially when it's surgical guide resin because that stuff smells beautiful yeah um but yeah i i think what's interesting about going digital like you said it's not it's not like i don't have paper or impressions or anything like that it's it's more of how you work a case it's the workflow yeah it's the workflow okay so i'm going to go back here to your your workflow for ortho so you okay so you're taking polyvinyl impressions for for that aspect you're Mm -hmm. you've got a ct on them um, yeah. how important is the CT? The CT is not that important for the ortho, is it's, it? I just pull out the pan and, um, you can pull out a lateral Ceph, but it's like, it's not super accurate. I feel like, yeah. um, it's, I do it just basically because it's all new patients, adult patients get it for me. And then I can just make sure there's no impacted teeth or sure. caries or sure. infections, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, um, so then, so then you send your, do you send models or the, you, you pour the, you pour the impressions and you scan the models. Is that what you do? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you've got models. Then you send it off to, let's say you're sending it off to Exceed. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Okay, and they work the case up as far as you know how the you know how many how many aligners you're going to need and how you know the tooth movement and all that stuff. Is that correct? Yeah, they'll put they'll put the attachments on. They their software is pretty nice. It's like a clin check, like if you're familiar with Invisalign, mm-hmm. where you see the teeth move and it. You know, Baron's course. Well, he'll teach you how to do that yourself through Blue Sky Plan, mm-hmm. but he also teaches you how to critique those kind of plans. Like I've seen a couple where they're trying to put attachments on like gold crown. And I'm like, D- no, like I, <laughs> you, you see the panel, right? Yeah. Like you see the pictures. Cause you have to send them all that stuff. And yeah, so yeah. you can't just willy nilly, like accept every plan. There's going to be problems. I've seen some where they're moving teeth that are, I know are going to get in the way of other teeth. And so you kind of have to have some idea of what you're doing, thankfully. But uh-huh. um, that's, that's kind of the workflow. You kind of scan the models, send the pictures about, seven business days later you'll get like a initial clin check mm-hmm. and when you say yeah within a day you get all the stl models okay so use. so that's the story though so then they're sending you the stls knowing you're going to print them in your office and make the actual right. liners right so Dylan, okay just just let's just pretend you were doing a full case with does exceed do full cases will they print and do the aligners for you if you want i actually don't think they will okay so I this is literally that. just okay what's the difference in cost for the for the case design versus like an invisalign where they they do all that stuff uh exceed will charge you 249 for oh a full gosh. aligner case oh wow that's and like nothing invisalign i think it's like 1750 yeah or for the full case okay so how much are you saving then because you're you're talking how, how much how much dollar wise are you into it with the ortho if I, you know, counting, it's it's hard because the I usually batch process a lot of that stuff. Sure. With, like the assistant stuff. I think August has done a really thorough evaluation on those costs. It's like five hundred a case, mm-hmm. and that's including like staff time. Mm-hmm. And the biggest appointment is definitely the attachment appointment. I mean, it's taking me an hour ish per patient because you have to do IPR mm-hmm. and approximate reduction, um, and they tell you like where and when to do all that stuff. And I mean, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty easy once you get your staff to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it. But the first couple of cases, I kind of worked them all myself, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like, this is taking a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But we've kind of got a process down. It takes a little bit of time, but you can do it. Yeah, but also the reps are going to be, once you've done a few of them, it's going to get faster and more yeah. predictable. And, my first, and- I did my assistant 
Tara, who is uh, awesome, and she, I was like, I want to do some aligners on you, and you're just going to be my guinea, guinea pig. Like, And now when people get their buttons on, she's the one who helps me put them on, and I'll say, so when you call with questions, I'm just going to hand the phone to her. Yeah, because she already knows more about it than I do. She's with going it, through it. She, with well, you. she's actually yeah, she's living yeah. it versus I don't really know. Yeah, exactly. That's and I mean got, that's brilliant yeah. by the way. So she's kind of the head assistant, and we have two girls who are graduating from like the dental assisting program, which is like a tech program, and they come in every afternoon and they just become like our lab, our lab um, peoples. That's, so that's cool. I, I said, hey, you guys haven't even graduated yet, and you know more about aligner fabrication than I do. So, mm-hmm. well, but on top of the fact that that's well, that's really a nice thing. They they actually know more, way more than their instructors at whatever school too, because I guarantee oh, yeah. they're not talking about that stuff in school. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I mean, so this is so you your choice to start with was really doing the ortho stuff, right? That was you're yeah, like, okay, I want to get the, the ortho, ortho thing done. It was I don't even like ortho is not like a huge passion of mine. It was it was literally how do I afford getting this technology in my practice? And ortho through Baron was the way to do it. And I have a business partner, so I can't just go and willy-nilly spend all, I mean, I still do, but yeah. I have to kind of like tell them about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, was, I kind of approached him. I was like, listen, I want to do this. It's kind of like and, being married, but less sex, basically. Like you yeah, can't, when exactly. you make up, the making up is way less good. Like all that stuff. I get it. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, hey, this is how I'm going to pay for it. This is what I want to do. And, you know, then he really didn't have any, what was he going to say at that point? So yeah, you covered you covered your you covered yourself on that. So there's right. hard to argue with that. Yeah. And now I have a 3D printer, so I'm like, oh, guess what? I'm also going to start doing like hopefully guided all on four surgery and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So um, so that, that is- so that's so that's kind of where you're heading next. Then you're going to get the ortho kind of down, and then you're going to start working on the guided surgery stuff. Yeah, exactly. So are you doing and any I've, guided surgery now or not really? I've placed three guided implants. Okay. Since I got all that stuff in March and. I have the CEREC milling unit so I can mill the CEREC guide twos. Um, and then, of course, I buy, I like upgrade the mill for like $4,000. I buy the, the blocks for, you know, they're like 100 a piece. And then, like, the next week, I buy a 3D printer. I'm like, what the hell was I? No, I know. Whatever. So I, know. I have redundancy. I, I just tell myself yeah. it's redundancy. In case well, it is funny, too, because like, that's the closed system. Uh, I, I have no critique for that. I mean, like, I, I don't, I'm not a Sarek guy, but I certainly could be. But the closed system does sort of, like, they got to hate the fact that, like, Baron and Corey are out there making things cheaper for everyone, yeah. right? It's like, it is sort of, I mean, you have to get serious about your the, the route you're going to take to get to that point. This is, it, it, it is interesting. There's a lot of ways to get where you're going, and that's kind of part of the part of your, your deal here. The nice thing about Sarek is, you can export the STLs of mm-hmm. the models. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't ex- export the STL of the crown. They don't want you 3D printing your own crown on a different machine. But, um, you know, I think about Serona, and I'm a, I'm a Serona fanboy in the sense that everything I own here is Serona, mm-hmm. even though I know it, you could do it less expensively. There's some pretty good th- reasons to do that, though. Yeah, their software is phenomenal, especially for patient education. Like, I... I will take a scan if we're doing an implant. Someone's missing number three, like I grafted it four months ago, and we get a cone beam. And I say, okay, you know, we're gonna take a quick intraoral scan. So then I will use the Serac and get like a three-quarter arch scan. And at the same time, I'll throw it into Galileo's, put the implant on there, and, exp- and import it, and it's just like this show. And I've gotten to the point where I can do it all in about five minutes and throw an implant there with the crown, and it's impressive. Like it's really impressive. And you can't Blue Sky plan 
while it's powerful, is like the MS, like Microsoft DOS. Of, yeah, it's not. It's not the sexy. There's probably the the. That's interesting. That's awesome. Like you, I would never show a patient the Blue Sky Plan. Mm-hmm. Like they'd be like, "What the hell am I looking at?" Yeah, like, there's the detail is is uh, it's not patient friendly per yeah. se. Yeah, it's like Windows ninety seven versus mm-hmm. like Mac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, so, I, it's it's actually really it's a really apt way to do it. And I think that that's what how Serone is going to stay in the game to some extent. Yeah. So I'll do the planning in with the patient in the room, and the minute they leave, I just export the STL and take it into Blue Sky, and I don't even look at the Serona plan anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's and it's it's worked out pretty well. So what I've been doing since I don't have a lot of all-in-four cases, I'll have patients who I think are great candidates who mm-hmm. can't afford it, and I'll just work it up on my own time just to see if I could do it. Yeah. And I'll three I'll like I'll like take an impression. I'm like we're gonna get an impression just kind of for my own benefit and. Um, and then I'll 3d print like a guide and see if it fits and just kind of toy around with it. Cause I want to kind of be ready yeah. when a, when a case does present itself. So I've got some really exciting CE coming up this year. I'm going to be traveling a lot this fall. Yeah. Um, but the next course is going to be Corey and Danny domain are doing a course at Corey's place in Winchester in mm-hmm. July mm-hmm. that I, I signed up for. I, I'm like, I do stuff on a whim. Like I would just be like, I'm doing it and I'll, I'll buy it. Then I'm. And I'll be like, okay, I better take off work and find out how I'm getting down there and all that kind of stuff. But so, guess what? You're in a position to do it uh, in a, in a yeah. lot of ways where, where a lot of us probably are not as much. And I like someone was talking to me. I don't know if it was Baron or one of or maybe it was you and um, August. And then it was just kind of like, just do it. Like you can't sit there and twiddle your thumbs, you know. So I've got that coming up. And that's a advanced full arch case where they're going to like talk about danny's crazy surgeries like bone level guides mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. all on fours and then i'll be in serona world probably in orlando mm-hmm. in september um we're still working spirit- we're still we're still working that out there's a chance that jason and i'll be there too oh nice yeah we'll have to meet up and then spear treating the terminal dentition and then the very next weekend i'm going to see danny's implants in black and white nice. so that's i think this the way i set this up it's like all focused on kind of full arch implant stuff mm-hmm and so ortho, like I just took the one course and I'm just going to offer it like, oh, yeah, like we can do ortho relapse on adults. I'm not doing children. I'm not doing mm-hmm. any posterior stuff. It's it was just to kind of afford and keep afloat while, you know, I kind of learn on this stuff. This is this is a it's I, I, it's a brilliant plan. I love it. And and you you definitely have to um you definitely have to keep everyone posted. I'm just going to ask you this publicly right now. So the dental hacks are, uh, we're rolling out the new website. I've been talking about it for months and months. We're going to roll it out probably in the next couple of weeks sometime. And um, we got all kinds of people writing all kinds of cool stuff. I'd love it if you'd write something on the web, on the website about kind of your journey and what you're up to. Cause I can yeah, tell you, sure. you're, you're blogging on your own. Well, we can, we'd love to bring you in. Cause this is like, this is like big stuff and people will really, will really enjoy hearing that. So we should definitely get together on that. So, yeah, uh, I wish someone else would have done it first, so I could follow their yeah. No, that's <laughs> right. Journey, it but. is. It is your your point's well taken though. Like like, there's so many different ways to do it, and you're like, well, how do you do it? And and these the people who are presenting on it, obviously, their journeys, you know, in the past, and they're they're right. they're they're going at full speed and not really looking back so much. So it's good that someone's right. doing it, kind of looking forward. I like that. There are so many cool ways to do it now, and I really want to take. Uh, Dr. Moody's implant pathway. Like mm-hmm. my, my goal next year in 2019 is to get, go through implant pathway. And then, um, then I feel like with all that classroom hands-on experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if I'm not doing it by then, then I just gave up on myself because mm-hmm. there's no excuse, you know? So that's awesome. 
but that's my goal, man. I, I and I think my girlfriend is a big Gary V fan. Okay. Um, and he's like the document everything kind of guy. And she's like, just, you know, make a website. If no one reads it, who cares? You can nah, that's, back yeah, that, I think that's, I think that's, that's, there's big potential for that. That's awesome. No. That's very cool. Well, thank you for spending a little time with me, Stephen with a V. Appreciate that. Of course. And again, give us the, give us the website one more time. The easiest way is probably going digital DDS.com okay. because everyone butchers my name. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. That'll fair get you enough. There. All right. Very good. <laughs> well, thanks for talking with me about it. This is awesome. And uh, we'll, we'll see you on the interwebs and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, man. Thanks, Alan. So if you guys want to go check out the Alan Meet Experience Facebook group, you got to use the password Premier or Cosmonin. We'll get you in. A lot of good stuff going on there. Go to uh, go to your podcasting software. Give us a rating and review. Five stars. We haven't had a review in like months and months, and I'm beginning to take it personally. So come on out there and do it. We'll talk to you guys soon.